What up, what up, what up? Ladies and gents, boys and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's golden boy, Dre Day. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is episode 196, episode 196 of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has supported me through this time. Um, listen, I know I've been gone for a while. I, I, I've been, I've been gone for, a, I've been gone for a while. This might have been my longest break podcast, and I believe. But your boy was in a dark, dark place. Uh, I want to say from the middle of March to the whole April. I'm still not all the way there, but I'm a lot better mentally than I was back then. So I just want to thank, you know, all the people that reached out to me. Um, It's too many to name. You know, it's too many to name. Just know that I appreciate it. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. And uh, just your boy is back. You know, your boy, your boy, your boy is back. Um... I don't know if we'll be. I don't know if we'll be doing the episodes at the rate that I was doing it before, but nonetheless, your boy is back. You know, I'm, you, 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 your, your, your boy is back. I'm back. I'm, I'm back in the realm of things. Um, I want to shout out my bro Guru, the whole Shift Divisions Media from out there in the eight one three in Tampa. You know, I was out there on vacation uh, last week and chopping it up with him on his podcast which is guru speaks podcast i got that itch again to record so thank you for getting the juices the the the, the, the juices flowing bro i appreciate it um but again i'm back and this episode here listen i gotta speak about this tim tebow nonsense um i actually want to start off with that because for me to make my return you got to speak on something you know what I mean? That's going to set the tone for this episode. And quite frankly, I think all of this is a complete joke. I honestly I, I, I honestly think this is a complete joke. And you know, you got those people out there that say, oh, he's good for the locker room and all this bullshit. Listen, let's just call it what it is, okay? Now, I know some people in the sports world, they don't want to bring it up, but I'll bring it up. This is another clear case of white privilege at its finest. Okay? That's what it is. Okay? This dude, Tim Tebow, has not played in the NFL, I want to say, since 2014. Okay? That's seven years ago. That was the last time this dude played in an NFL game, okay? It is now 2021, and he just gets an opportunity to play for an NFL team. Now, granted, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars who just became the head coach, Urban Meyer, who happens to be his former college coach. I get all that. You think Michael Vick can be gone for that long? 
and then bam, just gets a co- j- j- just gets a chance to play for the NFL team. I mean, l- let's not forget what Michael Vick went through, the whole dog fighting incident. Trust me, people, people, listen. There's people out there that ain't too thrilled with him being a Fox Sports anchor or broadcaster, for that matter, because of the dog fighting. But the point is this. You couldn't cut it in the NFL the first time. You weren't that good to begin with. Let's just call it what it is. Okay, he had that game against Pittsburgh in the playoffs where he threw for 316 yards and he helped, you know, he helped Denver, you know, get to the playoffs and win a division title. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what else did you accomplish in the NFL? You were average. You, you were, listen, and I'm being nice saying average. For you to be a pick in the first round and you don't pan out, you're a bust in my eyes. You didn't cut it in Denver. You couldn't cut it in, you couldn't cut it in Philadelphia. When, the, when, when Chip Kelly's offense was based upon your style, you couldn't make it. It didn't pan out with the Jets. It didn't pan out with New England. Obviously, it wasn't going to pan out with New England because we all know who the quarterback was, and that's the GOAT, Tom Brady. So you definitely wasn't going to pan out there. But the point is this. Back then, you had an opportunity to change your position, and you didn't want to do it. Why? Because your dream was to play quarterback. That's what you want to do, play quarterback. You weren't that good at it. And the pros, in college, you was phenomenal. Some people could arguably say you're the greatest college football player of all time. I don't say that, but there's some people out there that do. So I'm not talking about what you did in college, because that shit means nothing to me. I'm talking about what you did in the pros, and you didn't do anything. You did jack shit. Nothing. You don't pan out in the NFL. So what do you do? Now you want to go play baseball. Now you want to go play baseball because, let you tell it, there were two things that I was in love with as a kid. Playing quarterback and baseball. We never heard you say anything like that when you was playing football. All you wanted to do was to play quarterback. That was your dream. That was your goal. We ain't hear nothing about baseball until football came off the table. So you go to baseball. You were average there. You ain't played baseball since high school. And then you get an opportunity to play baseball for the minor league team for the Mets. But see, this is the problem. You're attention seeking now. You're taking away from kids who... Spend their whole life trying to play baseball, trying to kick it to the majors, trying to make it to the majors. And what you did was take somebody else's spot. See, this is the shit that nobody want to speak about, but I'm going to speak about it. You're an attention whore. You're an attention seeker and you're selfish. I don't care which way. I don't give a damn how people feel about this. That's what Tim Tebow is. He's selfish. He's attention seeking. There's no reason on God's green earth for this for this dude to be getting a chance to play in the NFL again. I don't give a damn if he's, I don't give a damn if he's changing his position. I don't give two fucks about him changing his position. I don't. Because guess what? There's people in that Jacksonville Jaguar locker room right now that ain't too thrilled. Because 
Urban Meyer keeps saying, oh, we haven't signed him yet. We haven't, we haven't signed him. You're going to sign him. You're going to sign him. So stop the bullshit. You are going to sign him. Okay? Then you hear, who was it? The, the ex-Jaguar, Jimmy Smith, talking about they're thrilled for, he's thrilled for Tim Tebow. He says Colin Kaepernick could have divided the team. I'm glad he mentioned Colin Kaepernick. Because this is somebody who played in the NFL and was an exceptional talent. Exceptional. He led the Niners, I believe, to, I want to say, two or three NFC Championship games. You led them to a Super Bowl. Unfortunately, you lost to the Ravens. Some people say you were a throwaway from probably winning the Super Bowl. We all know what he did. We all know the stance he took. So he definitely got blackballed out the league. Now, was Tim Tebow shamed in the NFL because of his religious beliefs and things like that? I believe that has something to do with it. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt from that matter. But let's keep it all the way 100. He wasn't that good at quarterback. He wasn't. He wasn't. Let's just call it what it is. This has nothing this, this has nothing to do with his religion, okay? It has nothing to do with it. It was cuz he couldn't pan it out at the quarterback position. They wanted him to change his position. He didn't want to do it. So what do you do? Okay, I can't do it in the NFL. Let me go to baseball now. Let me make my go there. I'm all about accomplishing your dreams. I'm like I, I'm I'm all for it. Like if you want to go for it, go for it. But when you start taking Spots away from players who put their blood, sweat, and tears into it. I got to call you out on it. And that's what Tebow has done. Because let's talk about the NFL again. He is going to make the Jacksonville Jaguars. They just drafted Trevor Lawrence with the number one pick in the draft. Has anyone heard anything about Trevor Lawrence since this whole shit with, T with Tebow started? Today is May 15th. I believe Rookies Camp started yesterday. Did you hear anything about Trevor Lawrence at the Jacksonville Jaguars Rookie Camp? Nope. Why? Because everything is about Tim Tebow. He's already becoming a distraction to this team. Already. And again, there's some people out there. It's a lot of rumors that there are people within that Locker room within that organization that is not too thrilled about this. But that's Urban Meyer for you. This the same dude that almost hired a coordinator who had a history of making racist statements. This is the same Urban Meyer. And now you want to bring in somebody who you used to coach in college who is not deserving he is not deserving of this opportunity. I don't give a fuck how athletic he is. First of all, Tim Tebow is damn near my age or a little close to being my age. I'm 35. Tim Tebow is 33 years old. You ain't been active for almost 10 years in the NFL. Almost 10 years. Lucky seven, you could say. That's almost 10 years if you estimate it. And this is somebody who, who who just, oh, well, yeah, I used to coach him in college. So, yeah, 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 you can come on to Jacksonville, yada, yada, yada. 
Listen. The dude does not belong on the NFL field. It's that simple. He is selfish. He's an attention seeker. He is an attention whore. That's what he is. I'm calling it how I see it. That's what he is. He is taken away from players, young tight ends, who have put their blood, sweat, and tears into this sport since they were kids. He is taking away their opportunity. And I tell you what, let's say he does make the team because that's the way I'm seeing it. I'm, see I'm saying it. He's going to make the team because you want to know why? The Jacksonville Jaguars is one of the worst teams in the NFL, especially when it comes to ticket sales. You don't think with Tim Tebow being there, that'll boost up the ticket sales? Because I believe it will. The whole Tebow mania thing is, 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 is high. Let's call it what it is. It is. So that mystique, that popularity, he got it. He's a Jacksonville kid. Or he grew up not too far from Jacksonville. So you got that. But that will be his only reason for making this team. Because it ain't about what you can help with the team because you can't help them. You can't help them. You couldn't pan out at quarterback. You now want to go to a position where you have no experience. No experience at all. I don't care about you being super athletic. At, a, at the tight end position, you're going to need more than athletics for that. You're going to have to be able to read routes. You're going to have to be able to block. You're going to have to be able to catch. You're going to have to be able to do all these things. And, and if you couldn't cut it at quarterback, what the fuck make you think you're going to be able to cut it at tight end? Please tell me that. Don't worry, I'll wait. But again, this is white privilege at its finest. Complexion for the protection for the collection. That's what this is. Because I can guarantee you, Cap been gone for quite some time now, hasn't he? He's been gone for five years. You think Cap could pull this shit off? Nope. I just gave you Michael Vick as an example. Michael Vick couldn't pull this off. Dude just ran a 4.7 just for the hell of it a few weeks ago. You think he you think he could just say, oh yeah, I want to come back to the NFL. You think a team gonna give him an opportunity? No. But see, oh jolly old Tim, he gets that opportunity. Why? Because he has the complexion for the protection for the collection. It is that simple. And luckily for him, his college coach decided to come to the pros. Because at the end of the day, let's be real, it's about, what is it, 32 teams in the NFL? They're the only team that was interested in him. Tim Tebow, you are a married man now. Shoot your wife's club up. You are a hell of an analyst. I've, I, I've heard you report games for SEC football. You are phenomenal at that. Just stick to that. You had your time in the NFL. Unfortunately, it was cut short. You couldn't cut it. You tried out for baseball. Didn't cut out there. You made the All-Star team, but I think that was more so for popularity. I don't think that had anything to do with your game. I think that really more so had to do with your popularity. And now you want to come back to the NFL 
after being gone for almost seven years, and now you finally want to change positions. If you would have did this back then, I would have had no problem with it. Why? Because you were young, and I get it. Okay, you didn't pan out at quarterback. Okay, let me try another position. Because back then they wanted you to do that, but you didn't want to do it. Now, all of a sudden, you want to do it. Why? Because it's just like I said, you are an attention whore. You are an attention seeker. You are selfish. I don't care how you slice it and dice it. That's exactly what you are. And I tell you what, you do make it back to the NFL. Your teammates are already not feeling this. The coaching staff, some members of the coaching staff ain't feeling it. How you think the players on that other side of the field is going to see it? How you think them linebackers going to feel? You think they ain't going to be ready to get their hands on you? Because they seeing it how I see it. You're taking the opportunity from somebody who is worthy and deserving of that spot. They're going to be ready to rip your head off. They're going to make you regret that you wanted to come back to the NFL. But let's see what happens. Because again, they just drafted the number one draft pick and I haven't heard nothing about Trevor Lawrence. I haven't heard nothing about Old Sunshine. Nothing. Everything is about Tim Tebow. Tebow this, Tebow that. Distraction. And that's something that the Jacksonville Jaguars don't need a distraction. That's all I want to speak on. I really don't want to speak that much on this Tebow thing because it's so much other things I want to speak about. Um, my man Westbrook, Russell Westbrook. Congratulations, my guy. Being the all-time leader in NBA history with triple doubles. Listen, ultimate respect for you. I, listen, back in the days, man, listen, I had a love-hate relationship with you, all right? I know, you know, fellow Scorpio, we got to stick together and all that, but I had a love-hate I, I love relationship with you, man. Because I felt like you was taking shine away from Durant and OKC. I, I felt that you two couldn't really get along on the basketball court. You know what I'm saying? But, listen, salute to you, man. I really hope that you and the Wizards do good things in the playing. Y'all really didn't have a good season to start it off. But now y'all striking at the right time. And I'm just hoping that this history that you're making transcends in the playoffs because you don't want to just be labeled the dude that just gets all these triple doubles and you don't win a championship. You know what I'm saying? Because quite frankly, that's what people are going to keep expecting from you. You're doing all these triple doubles. You just broke the big O's record. Can you win a championship? Can you not fall into that class of a Karl Malone, who's the second all-time leader in scoring? Can you not fall into that class of John Stockton, all-time leader in assists and steals? Can you not fall into that class of Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Reggie Miller? I'm saying those names for this reason. They're greats. They're Hall of Famers, but they don't have a championship. Allen Iverson, he's another one. Great players. Don't have rings. Not even one. Do you want to fall in that class, Russ? Because guess what? 
That's how people are going to continue to veer. That's how. That's exactly how people are going to continue to label you unless you win the big one. Unless you win the big one. And I hope you do, man. I really hope you do. But definitely congrats to you, man. Definitely, definitely congrats to you on being the all-time leader in triple-doubles in NBA history. Um, wish you nothing but the best, man. Truly, truly, truly wish you nothing but the best. Um, listen, the playoffs is about to start. I'm happy for that. Um, salute to the Knicks, man. Listen, I'm a native New Yorker, okay? I'm not a Knicks fan, but I'm a native New Yorker, and I've always wanted to see the Knicks succeed. I've always wanted to see them excel and shine. And for what they have done this season has been nothing but amazing. They exceeded my expectations in ways you can't even imagine. If you ask Knicks fans, not, not, not even because for me, Knicks fans is like Cowboy fans. They're delusional. If you ask the average fan out there, did you think the Knicks was going to make the playoffs this season? They would tell you no. Because guess what? I didn't have them making the playoffs. I didn't even have them making the play-in. And for them right now, right now at this present moment, Right now, at this present moment, they are the sixth seed in the NBA right now, in the Eastern Conference. They are the sixth seed. Because obviously, the way it's played out, the top teams, the top four teams, I believe those go to the division winners. Step, win-loss-wise, the Knicks, I believe, will be the fourth seed. That's dope. I think Coach Thibodeau should be Coach of the Year. I honestly think he should. Monty Williams might wind up getting it because of what's going on in Phoenix. That, that That's dope. That was a beautiful thing. But I think, in my honest opinion, I think it should go to Thibs because he's turned the Knicks into one of the top efficient teams in defense. And then again, like I said, when the season first started, nobody expected the Knicks to make the playoffs. See, with Phoenix, they were still on their high horse from last year and how they played in the bubble. Then you add Chris Paul to the team. It's like, yo, you had a lot of people saying Phoenix was going to make the playoffs. I don't think we expected Phoenix to be the second seed in the West, but we still had them making the playoffs. Nobody had the Knicks making the playoffs. And for them to be in the playoffs, I'm not even going to say on the verge because they already clinched. They made the playoffs. For them to make the playoffs, that's a beautiful thing. And I think Thibs should be coach of the year. I really think he should really be coach of the year, in my honest opinion. I think Nikola Jokic is by far the MVP this year. I mean, listen, I love me some Joel Embiid, but he was injured. That's going to hurt him from winning MVP. James Harden, he's another one. Injuries. If these dudes wouldn't have got injured, this MVP race would have been a hell of tough. But when you look at Nikola, when you look at the Joker, and you look at his numbers, he's the MVP. 27, 10, not even, 27, 11, and 8. 
That's his average. And guess what? He's damn near played every game. He's damn near played every game. I believe it's 72 games this season. Dudes play 71 games. So basically, he's probably going to play all of them. They got one more game to go. Trust me, he's probably going to play, but he ain't going to play that much. He's got to win MVP. He's got to win it. He's got to win it. I don't want to hear that shit about, oh, small market. Nobody really cares about Denver. Listen, the way he's been playing. And then remember, they lose Jamal Murray, and he's still playing like this. And they st and he still has Denver in the position that they're at now. Because I'm going to be honest with you. When Jamal Murray got hurt, I thought Denver was going to decline. Obviously, I thought they would still make the playoffs. But I definitely didn't think they would keep that three seed. Because remember, before that, I believe Denver was what? Six, seven. And Jokic was putting these numbers up. But we was like, yo... They the six, seven seed. He can't win MVP off that. Even with those numbers. But now look, they're the three seed. And with these numbers, he's gotta win MVP. He's gotta win it. He'll be the first European player since Dirk to win MVP. And he deserves it. He deserves it. Chris Paul deserves it as well. Because he's turned that Phoenix team into something. I just hate the fact that his name is not thrown in there as much. Because honestly, in my opinion, what he's done with the Suns is very similar to what Steve Nash did when he was there. But we ain't going to get into why he won MVP. Like, come on now. Y'all not stupid. Y'all not naive. But yeah, man. I'm, 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 listen, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for the playoffs. I'm eager to see what's going to happen with the Lakers when AD and LeBron gets back to being healthy. Um, listen, LeBron has said it for many years. He don't care what seed he is. He don't care. I don't like that he's not feeling this playing because last year you was all for it. Now, all of a sudden, your team might be in the playing. Oh, I don't like this idea. Whoever, whoever came up with this should be fired. Nah, brother, no. Nah, brother, no. We not doing that. See, that's the beauty of having receipts. You can always go back and check them receipts. Come on, LeBron, stop it. Because when y'all was winning, you was all for the playing. Now that you're on the verge of being in the playing, oh, whoever came up with this idea should be fired. Child, please. Steph, I salute you, man. I salute you, man. I got nothing, I, I got nothing to say about you, man. Like, you've... You that guy, man. You, 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 you that guy. You, you that guy. I definitely think next season you will pass Ray Allen. As the all-time leader in three points, three pointers made. You could have been in the MVP conversation this year had y'all not been in the play-in. Had y'all not been in the play-in and a top five team in the West, you could have won MVP. No doubt. No doubt. But you the man, Steph. You the man. You like, like, like you the man. Would I put you in my top five of point guards? Probably not. Because, see, me, I look for point guards that are your traditional point guards. Like Magic. J-Kid. Uh, the Big O, even though I didn't grow up watching him. Um, Gary Payton. John Stockton. Isaiah Thomas. Those type guys. Traditional point guards. 
You're a shooting guard masquerading as a point guard. And you have changed the game. You've changed the game. You got motherfuckers shooting threes like it's nothing. I remember when I was coming up, people wanted to just bang it on somebody, dunk it on somebody, put them on a poster. But you've done stuff. You got everybody shooting threes. Logo threes. Everybody trying to do that shit now because of you. So, salute, my man. Ultimate respect. Brooklyn, what's up? It's time to get it together. The playoffs are around the corner, and we need KD, Kyrie, and James Harden to be healthy. If them three is healthy, just give us the ring now. Nobody's going to be able to beat them three, not even LeBron and AD. And it pains me to say that because I love LeBron and I love AD, but if KD, Kyrie, and James Harden are healthy, it's over. Too much firepower. Too much. I'm not convinced from Milwaukee. Quite frankly, I've never been. Miami is peaking at the right time. This is the same shit they did last year. They are peaking at the right time. On a four-game winning streak, Jimmy Butler is back to his old tricks. I love Philly. You know, I love Doc Rivers being there. He's definitely turned that team around. I get all that. But like I said, if KD, Kyrie, and James Harden are healthy, the championship is coming to Brooklyn. Simple and plain. So, yes, the playoffs is coming. I'm eager to see how this is going to turn out. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully I'll do a prediction episode. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. You know, I'm back, but I'm not officially back. You know what I mean? I'm eager to see what's going to happen with the Clippers. Because, again, I I I've said this on previous episodes. There are three guys that I got my eyes on and then I'm off this NBA shit. There's three guys that I got my eyes on in the postseason. James Harden, Giannis, Paul George. All three of these guys put up amazing numbers in the regular season. They always show up in the regular season. I don't care about that. J.D. Kiss had a song called Time's Up. Their time is up. It's time to show up and prove something in the postseason. Especially Paul George. He got a lot of making up to do for what happened last year. A lot of making up to do. And now that Rondo's over there, let's see. Because Rondo will, listen, Rondo will hold you accountable. If it's one thing I know about old Rondo, he will hold you accountable if you ain't showing up. Kawhi, I gave him a pass because he was already a proven winner. Two-time champ, two-time two-time MVP, finals MVP, two-time defensive player of the year. I get all that. So I gave him somewhat of a pass. Poor George, you don't get no pass last year. And you better make it up this year. James Harden, listen, all your playoff woes from back in the day, you in Brooklyn now. It's time for you to bring a championship. It's time for you to help bring a championship to Brooklyn. I'm not saying you got to be the focal point. Because with KD there, I don't expect you to be the focal point. But I do expect you to grow some balls and don't choke in the playoffs. I expect that from you. So let's see. Giannis. Man, listen. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I honestly don't know. But yeah, those three guys I got my eyes on when it comes to the postseason. Because again, 
What they've done in the regular season for years, wonderful. But it's the postseason that's been their Achilles heel. So let's see what happens with that. <sighs> what else I want to talk about? Ah, NFL. The schedules just came out. My Tampa Bay Bucks, the defending champs, we are going to open the season off against, oh my Lord, the Dallas Cowboys. You know what's so crazy to me? I, I'm, I'm kind of not surprised by this. I'm not. Because usually, you, you, usually what I like to do is when the team that just previously won the championship, I try to guess to see who's going to be their opponent for their first game. And with Tampa being the champs, I was it was three teams that I thought would be an opening opponent for them. I thought it would be Green Bay, but what's going on with Aaron Rodgers? I think they said, you know what? Being that that's undecided right now, we can't have Green Bay in Tampa because that's that, that ain't going to do nothing for us. I thought of New Orleans, division rivals. They opened the season last year. It wasn't prime time, but it was the first game on Fox. Then I said to myself, no, Drew Brees is not playing. He's retired. Brady, Taysom Hill, Brady, Winston, eh, scratch that. Then the only other team, other team I thought of was the Rams. Because the Rams are going to be a threat this season in the NFC. Their defense was already top shelf. You now throw Matthew Stafford there, who is way better than Jared Goff. The Rams are going to be something to be worried about in the NFC. Do I still think they're beating Tampa? No, but they'll be a threat nonetheless. And then, obviously, I'm not going to say America's team. I'm going to say America's nightmare, the Cowboys. Dak just got his money. Jerry Jones is being who he is, the attention whore that he is, the old fart that he is. Yeah, 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 all that. Yep. Got to be the Cowboys. Got to be the Cowboys. And that's who we are opening the season off against is the Dallas Cowboys. I'm excited for it. But I tell you what I'm more excited for. Week four. Old Tampa. Old Brady going back to New England. He going back to New England. Listen, last year I knew that this season he was going to Tampa. I mean, he was going back to New England. Because if you really know the game of football, if you really know the teams and you know how the schedules are constructed, you always play that one team every four years. Every four years. The last time Tampa played New England was 2017. 2017, and that game was in Tampa. I remember my bro grew. He went to the game. We fast forward four years later. Brady is now in Tampa. I'm quite sure he knew last year, yo, I'm definitely trying to play another year or two because next year I go back to the old stomping ground. I get to go back to Foxborough and go against Belichick. And trust me, this is going to be a personal game. You better believe it. It's going to be a personal game. Obviously, it's going to be an emotional game. It's going to be a primetime game. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued for... 
that game. I'm very, I, I'm very intrigued. Obviously, you know, the NFL is now 17 games. So instead of teams being 8-8, eight and 16-0, eight, 0-16, and 0, 0 and 16, you got a team that might mess around and be 0-17. Listen, people are already saying that Tampa Bay is going undefeated. I don't think that. I don't think that. And looking at the schedule for Tampa, because being that Tampa is my team, looking at their schedule... I can honestly say, in my honest opinion, 17 games, I think probably four of them they'll probably lose. If I'm just looking at it right now, I say we beat in Dallas opening night. I think that game with the Rams, that one might be a L. Shout out to my big brother Wood because it's on his birthday, September 26th. The Tampa-New England game, I'm a little 50-50 on that. But if you ask me now, I think Tampa will win that game. Okay. Then I'm going down the list. That Colts game, I'm a little little iffy with. The Buffalo game, I'm iffy with. And that's it. So those games right there, I could probably see us losing. The Rams game... The New England game, because it's an emotional game, I'm 50-50 on that. Buffalo might be able to come to Tampa and probably beat us, because I like Josh Allen. And what was the other game? What was the other game I was iffy about? Um, The Colts, because that defense is amazing. So those games right there, I'm a little iffy about. I can't speak about all the other teams, because, again, I don't want to be on this all day. I don't even want to speak on my team. So, yeah. The NFL season will be starting soon. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that. Can we go for a repeat? Listen, I said listen. I said this on my listen, I said this on my man's guru podcast when I was vacationing in Florida. I said we running it back. And being that we was able to bring all 22 starters back on offense and defense. As long as we stay healthy, we are going back to the Super Bowl and we are going to run it Back. Back to back, like Drake said. One more thing before I go. The WNBA season is back. Did y'all really think that I wasn't going to speak about that? Y'all know how much I love my girls. Y'all know how much I love my WNBA girls. Did y'all not think I was not going to speak about that? The season started yesterday, okay? New faces, new places. First, I got to start off with my girl, Candace. Candace Parker. Y'all know how much I love my girl, Candace. No longer a spark. She went home to Chicago. I'm happy for her. And honestly, I think she's probably got a good two, three years left in the game. Do I think she will win a championship back home in that time? Obviously, the jury is still out on that. But with her being who she is now, basketball player, um, she's now gone into speaking about social justice and shit like that. She's getting that NBA TV bag. She's getting that TNT bag right now. Obviously, she's a mother. I really don't think she's going to be around that long. So if she can win a ring back home in Chicago... 
I'm all for it. And listen, they got a squad over there in Chicago. Don't don't get it twisted. They got they, they got a nice little squad over there in Chi-Town. Okay? Don't get it twisted. Do not get gassed. Okay? They got a squad over there in Chi-Town. All right? You got Candace, obviously. You know what I'm saying? You still got the Shields. Vandershoot. Keegley, who's a hell of a three-point shooter. Big Mama Steph is back. I was hoping Gabby Williams would have been on the team, but they traded her to the Sparks. So let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Um, the Sparks, listen. A woman K Sisters is there. Uh, I just said Gabby Williams is there. Tia Cooper with her fine self is there. Um... Amanda, I can't even I can't even pronounce her last name. I'm not even gonna try because I don't want to fumble it. She played for the Liberty last year. I love that addition to the Sparks. I'm not a Sparks fan no more because Candace is not there, but I still like LA. Do I think they'll be one of the teams that make the playoffs? The jury is still out on that. But I will say this though: the clear-cut favorite right now to win the championship. It's Vegas and Seattle. It's Vegas and Seattle. It starts with those two teams. Vegas, for me, was the clear favorite because you had a lot of their people come back. Liz Cambridge is back. Kelsey Plum is back. Asia Wilson, who just had an MVP season last year. Trust me, she's going to be in her bag. But they just lost Andrew McCautry. Damn. So get well soon, Andrew McCautry. Torn ACL in practice. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. But I do like the Chelsea Gray pickup. That's gonna be a good look for Vegas. And then of course you still got Bill and you still got Bill Lambeer as the coach. You still got um Hambry coming off the bench. So Vegas right now for me is either one or one A for Winning the championship. Now, obviously, Seattle is the defending champs. You still got Breonna Stewart. You still got Sue Bird. You still got Joe Lloyd. Seattle is going to be there at the end. So I honestly think it's them two. Phoenix, Brittany Grinder, Skylar Diggins, Diana Tarazi, the White Mamba. You, you, listen, you know, like, you know they are going to be there when it's playoff time. Now, the way this works, obviously, I think the top eight teams make the playoffs. I think it's the top eight teams. It's six teams in a conference. The top four teams, I believe, make the playoffs. I'm eager to see what happens with Sabrina Unescu. She's coming back from missing most of the season last year. She hit a game winner last night. And the home opener against Indiana. I'm hoping to go to some Barclay games because I definitely want to see her play. I love her game. I love her game. So I'm hoping I get to see her play. Um, Washington, I'm eager to see what happens with them. Elena Deladon didn't play last season. Tina Charles didn't play last year. Trust me, they gonna trust me, they go trust me, they're gonna be one of them teams come playoff time. Indiana, I don't expect much from them. Atlanta, I don't expect much from them. I love the fact that that 
racist bitch ain't a part of the team no more, but I really don't see much from them. Um, Dallas Wings, listen, they got a young core over there. A young core. Young, young core. Phoenix, like I said, I think they'll be there. Vegas, I know they're going to be there. Seattle, I know they're going to be there. Minnesota, I don't know. Sparks, I don't know. So, it's go listen, it's, it's going to be interesting this season. It's going to be interesting this season. Shout out to Simone Augustus, who is now one of the assistant coaches for the Sparks. Definitely Hall of Fame bound when her career... Well, I mean, listen, she's already... Listen, she's already in the Hall of Fame already. You know, when 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 her eligibility comes up, she will be in the Hall of Fame from her success in the from from her success in college ball and her success in the WNBA. She is definitely going to be in the Hall of Fame. And before I go, gotta speak on it. Congrats to the 2021 Basketball Hall of Fame class. Yes. Yes. Now, we know it's bittersweet because the late, great Kobe Bryant will not be there to give his speech. He will not be there to give his speech. Unfortunately, we lost the late, great Kobe Bryant last year. But his spirit still lives on. I'm quite sure Michael Jordan will give a hell of a speech and make Kobe proud. I'm quite sure he was smiling, watching his daughter and wife Vanessa wear his jacket and get his ring. Garnett's going into the Hall of Fame. Tim Duncan is going into the Hall of Fame. Tamika Ketchins is going into the Hall of Fame. I believe Rudy Tom, Don Rudy Tom Donovitz is going into the Hall of Fame. Uh... Former Baylor coach. Hopefully I don't fumble her name. Macaulay, who used to coach the women's Baylor team. She's going into the Hall of Fame. So this class is dope. This class is dope. I will say that. But uh, again, salute and congrats to each and every one of y'all. Legends. Obviously, that's why you're going into the Hall of Fame. Each of y'all deserve it. But obviously, the headline for this is that the Mamba won't be there. So that's going to, you know, that's that's definitely going to be bittersweet. Definitely is going to be bittersweet. So again, it's a wrap for this episode. Again, thank y'all. Thank y'all again for y'all support. Um, can't express it enough. Your boy is back. Um... Just thank y'all for y'all support. It's too many people to name, but y'all know the vibes. You know you reached out to me, so I appreciate it. My man Flush from Brothers Talking Shit. My boy Darnell from the Playmakers blog. Guru, Lucky Lefty, Javon, um, Brianna from What Do Women Know About Sports. Javon from Everybody Loves Sports. Brianna from What Do Women Know About Sports, Guru from Guru Speaks, because I'm plugging y'all joints so people can go check y'all out as well. All of y'all that reached out to me, it's too many to name, like, this is something that's off the cuff, so I'm just throwing out names for people that reached out to me. I appreciate it. 
appreciate it, appreciate it. Y'all know where y'all can find y'all boy. I'm on all streaming platforms, except Tidal. Um, so again, thank y'all for y'all support. In closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Episode 196 is over. Catch y'all on the flip side. God bless. Peace and love. Your boy is out of here.